0: Hey damn guys, welcome to Book Club Member Comics. My name is John Salinas and I'm here with... Aubrey oh, Loveless.
1: And I'm Danielle. Hey, Danielle's back! Danielle's uh, Hey! Uh, How's it going? Good, going good.
0: Awesome. We I did not
1: you. have COVID. I did not ever have that. Yes. So, But I was extraordinarily sick. I got the pneumonia again. And so I'm, uh, I'm bouncing back. So thank you guys for covering for me. Yeah, what yeah. I, I miss?
2: Uh, Not much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go some good stuff th- you can go listen to all of it okay there's hours of content mm-hmm. for you you okay. get to hear me uh, do a southern
0: accent oh <laughs> okay. man you have got to yes here i go yes. the harrow county it. episode is worth it Excellent. just for that alone yes <laughs> that was, was very good i was cracking mark and shauna <laughs> we were dying it was good this is our book club podcast we're reading comics we're talking to our friends and now danielle's going to tell you all about Aww. it <laughs>
1: I forgot. I forgot uh, what it is that, we're, what, that we do here. What do we do here?
2: Uh, well, So what you're going to do is like you're going to read a comic okay. and then um, I'm going to read that comic Okay. and then you're going to tell me to read what comic. I'm going to tell the, you which one to read. And then I'm going to read that comic and then I'm going to okay. talk to you about the comic you read while oh. you're talking about another comic that I should read.
1: So then I'm going to talk about it and you're going to listen to me talking about it. Yes. And then are you going to talk about what I talked about when I was talking about what you read when I told you to read the thing that you read?
2: Yes, I will talk about it to you on the next what episode. What's that called?
0: That's called uh, A Hey You Damn Guys. It's called A Hey
1: You Damn Guys. That's right. And that's uh, that's friendship, is it not? That is. Okay, back to you, John.
0: Wow, that was amazing. That was a combo effort right there. <laughs> that was really good. Um, you forgot the part about sometimes we tell you we're going to read one thing and then we go, oh, yeah. oh, wait, no, something fucked up and now we're going to read something else. Uh, is, is that like, what we're going to do today? Yes, that's, yeah, that's exactly. what we're going to do today. <laughs> that's happened. That's happened. This is the second time in most recent memory that yeah. this has happened. But that's okay because that happens sometimes. It happens and, some of the time, and and and, and it's probably my fault. Um, Wes was not able to make it on to do Baltimore right. this week, not for any reason uh, bad, no, just yeah. just a scheduling, scheduling issue. Scheduling stuff. So Wes is going to come back next week. We'll do Baltimore, but we already had the Silver Surfer episode in the can. We told you guys we were going to read it a couple weeks ago, right. and now we're actually going now to. We're actually so gonna read Hopefully you read it a couple weeks ago when we said. If not, you know we're we're doing Silver Surfer on this episode. You'll have seen it anyway when you downloaded it, or whatever. You'll be like, "What Silver Surfer?" It's it's a surprise. (laughs) Anyway, you're gonna enjoy it. Thank you so much, Wes, for being flexible with your schedule. And we'll catch up with you soon. I got some shouts outs for this week. Shout out! Mega shouts out to the Milagro crew. The book came out. Oh, Oh, that book is is so good. We got our goodies. We got all of our stuff. Everything came out great. Um I it was looks
1: tremendous yes. like the quality. Oh my God, it was so the good. quality of everything yeah. is so tremendous. But obviously we are here to talk about the art and the story.
0: Of course, yeah. And
1: that yeah.
0: Yeah, and it, we'll definitely have to come back and and get with Ross and the crew. Oh, we'll do a whole episode. Yeah, then. to yeah. do an episode on it to talk about it a little bit more. If you missed out on the Kickstarter, you can check out our link trees on Instagram or Twitter. And there's a link. You can get a, your own copy right now. You can order an extra copy if you want for your friends to check out. Um I'm thinking you can about ordering order extra... a copy
1: and then stick it on the shelf at your local comic book store there and then they'll go. be like we don't know how to ring this up it's not in our system. <laughs> it's got a barcode on there. Like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they won't have it in their inventory but but, it, it, but there is a barcode on there. But take it to your comic shop book, and tell yeah. them
1: to carry it and tell them to get in touch with yes, you guys. Yes. yes. That,
0: that's what I want to do. Is that how that works? That's yes. probably not how that works. I've taken some of Ross's comics to okay. Bedrock. That's nice. And they basically say that they'll look at them and then uh, they'll contact you know oh, the, so cool. the appropriate so parties and stuff works. like that. So it is actually that's great. how that works. We'll do that then. And um, Bedrock City actually showed me that they carry some independent comics from local people that's and stuff like that. Oh, and, um, that's cool. That are yeah. just like... Uh, stuff like that so go bother um, your
1: local comic book store do it <laughs> go do bring it. this book yeah. to them
0: yeah because especially this one it looks really great and uh yeah it was such a fun book i have so much stuff i want to say about yeah. it but i don't want to spoil it just yet because it just came out but uh good well, it's, stuff it's
1: extraordinarily professionally made yeah and um you Super know they proud of like oh, all yeah. shit together but uh yeah i mean obviously we're gonna do a whole episode about the the actual content of it once everyone has a chance to read that we'll give it to you for homework the story and the art, incredible.
2: Oh, it's amazing. Oh, so,
1: yeah. Really excited. So congratulations, boys. Yes.
0: You did? Yes.
2: Man, when I got my copy the other day, I was like, I'm just going to sit down and read the first
0: couple of pages. No, yeah. And then I was done. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is a funny story. I was in the kitchen, and I was doing something else, and I just started flipping through the beginning of it. And then I just stood there in the kitchen and read the entire thing. And I kept I, having to <laughs> gently move you out of the way to get to this drawer or
1: that cabinet I read, or whatever it was. I, I, just, I was just I was standing doing. there and oh, I read so the, awesome. I read through I just, the entire thing and like just, just standing there in the kitchen. It was around. really
0: good. And uh, <laughs> and there was a huge thank you to the Hellboy Book Club there podcast. Oh, oh, so yeah, our sweet. other so podcast nice. that we do. That was very sweet. Uh, so that was amazing. And uh, in the thank you, some of the listeners had put their names in there to say book club member like i didn't Aww, even do that i didn't so even do that sweet. either i didn't think about but that. but like um wes did so Aww. it says wes matai's book club member that is so i was cute. like wow that, that is so, so good. cool. That's so adorable. like i wish i would have thought of that
1: <laughs> that melts my frozen little heart uh, Yeah. My, my green cart
0: all right and now we're gonna go on to our listener feedback listener Feedback. Oh, it's back. It's back, yes. You need to go back and listen to our attempts no. to do it in the last two episodes without you.
1: Feedback. <laughs>
3: you read a story. We talk about it. You hate them guys, us. And it's a book club.
1: Get out, trade some flies. All right, we got a hate them guys hey, from Haganol. Hey,
0: Aiden, Orr. a club member. That's right.
1: Great episode, you damn guys. I hope Danielle gets to feeling better. I am, uh, I am on the upswing. Yes. So thank you for that. This episode was so fun. As much as I like reading and talking about comics, sometimes it's nice to just shoot the shit about nerd stuff. And it was honestly fun hearing you guys just nerd out. Reminded me of talking to my friends about dumb nerd shit which is that's probably what they were doing. So, yeah, that's a good way to describe
0: it. He's talking about our nerding out with Wes episode. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, also, I hope Aubrey got a good paycheck from the Marvel Unlimited app people.
0: Fuck, man, I should <laughs> have.
1: <laughs> Jeff Lemire, among other titles, wrote the Frankenstein Agent of Shade series for DC's New 52, uh, okay. which was super weird and super great. Grant Morrison's version of Frankenstein from the Seven Soldiers run they wrote leading the classic DC team The Creature Commandos.
0: Oh, oh cool. wow. Oh, I remember seeing the cover to that. I yeah, love Grant Morrison.
1: My only complaint with the series is that it ended too soon, and that due to Frankenstein leading the team, they removed the regular Frankenstein-type dude on the team, Lucky Taylor. Too many Frankensteins would have harshed the vibe, I guess. It's a kid. Too many Frankenstein's. Yeah, it's a I good like name that. for like a band. Yeah, that is good. Also, I love comic tropes and Owen likes comics. But may I also suggest Matt Draper. He does some really phenomenal videos about oh, not just comics, but movies as well. And his comic vids are amazing.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm thank looking you. for the YouTube recommendations. I'm loving all these. Excellent. Yes. Yeah.
1: He a couple of Hellboy vids and dedicates a whole month to Daredevil arcs and creators and calls it Dare Simber. Oh, that's
0: <laughs> my jam. That sounds amazing.
1: <laughs> but anyways, great episode. Looking forward to the next one
0: awesome yeah. Thank i have you, seen Hayden. matt draper's videos
2: he's a pretty good we also got a hey you damn guys from ross radke ross radke book club member oh, yeah yeah ross says i keep forgetting uh you're a big fan of twin peaks how I could cons- you forget that i consider myself a devoted newcomer i watched the original series is not like a cucumber
1: but it's a new <laughs> a new cucumber brand new brand spanking new cucumbers
0: oh daniel's back everybody <laughs> back.
2: I watched the original series through twice along with Fire Walk With Me and The Missing Pieces, but only watched The Return once. Well, that's way more than me. Yeah.
1: Dude, the new season was so amazing. I had to watch it twice just like in a row. Yeah. So good.
2: You know, I, I really love Twin Peaks, everything I've seen of it, but I've just haven't got around to finishing Episode it.
1: Episode eight is the greatest thing that's ever aired on television. Uh, season two's tough to get, get through.
2: Yeah. yeah. Season
0: two is tough to get through sometimes.
2: I read the secret history book. I've been meaning to do another big rewatch and I need to read the final dossier as well. Although to be honest, having Mark Frost try to explain David Lynch's madness seems a bit like trying to listen to someone describe a great meal. <laughs> I haven't read much of Jeff Lemire's work, but I've enjoyed what I have. His Animal Run Run is one of the few new 52 books I bothered to check out and really enjoyed. Sentient with Gabriel Wata from TKO was one of my favorite comics from the last few years. Sweet Tooth Netflix show was great. Uh, Gideon Falls and the entire Black Hammer universe have been high on my need to read list for a while, especially since the artists he's worked with have been my favorites from the Mignola comics like uh, Tachi Zanyx and Max Fumara.
0: Yeah, I just got uh, we talked a little we talked a lot about Jeff Lemire because I'm reading through the Black Hammer stuff. Oh, right on. So Mark said, You gotta read the world of Black Hammer one next, not don't go straight to the second one. And so I noticed right there on the spine it says Fumara. And I was like, ah, there's going to be some good stuff in there. I know it already. Oh, shit. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. When
1: we were talking about the Twin Peaks new season, was episode 8 the one that I'm talking about? Yeah, episode 8 of The
0: Return. It was so good. Yeah, that's some good stuff. That
1: was probably the greatest thing that's ever aired on television ever in the history of
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I need to read the final dossier, Uh, those Twin Peaks books that Mark Frost did recently. um, He did two of them. I thought the second one was better. The first one was kind of like, yeah, but I would highly recommend the second one. Anyway, that's good stuff. I love all that Twin Peaks. We have stuff.
1: everything that's ever been published about anything that has to do with <laughs> Twin Peaks or David Lynch on this bookshelf here.
0: We have a lot of yeah. There's a lot of books there. There's a lot of good stuff.
1: It's good. I could go. I could go yeah. on. It, I could go could. on. But we I could have a whole episode about it if you want. Yes. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. We
0: could do whatever we want but we're but we got some stuff to get to we do. so we got uh hey you damn guys from christopher egan Christopher
1: Egan, book club member oh yeah
0: yeah he said john selenas here's your homework and he posted a picture of his bookshelf he was just like all oh, this just oh, jeff lemire stuff Excellent. oh so good um he had a lot of good stuff on there he said i also have a ton of jeff lemire single issues but all these books are incredible he definitely knows how to write directly to my soul mm. I also have those giant leather-bound omnibuses of Sandman. We were talking about those, Ooh, too. nice. He said, they're gorgeous and heavy. My brother-in-law is barring them. Otherwise, I'd send pics of those, too. Yeah, so he did send pics of his bookshelf and of his Jeff Lemire collection. So I'll put that on our Instagram stories. You can check that out. Yeah, those Very are really cool. cool pictures. Yeah, everyone's like, this is the first Jeff Lemire you've read. You've got to read all this stuff now. <laughs> so. All right, cool. I like finding a new writer, artist that I enjoy. We also heard from Jules Oliveros.
1: Jules Oliveros. Book club member. That's right.
0: He said, hey, you damn guys, comics reader here commenting on this episode while listening to it. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, regarding Jeff Lemire, I've read Essex County, Sweet Tooth, After Death, his collaboration with Scott Snyder, and his graphic novels such as Underwater Welder.
1: Y'all really hit a nerve. Yeah. Like in a yeah, good way I with know, this yeah. Jeff Lemire guy.
0: He is such a prolific writer and very consistently brings his A-game to every work. Sadly, Blackhammer is the one series from him that I've been meaning to read. But since the series is so expansive these days with all the spin-offs starting to read it seems overwhelming. That was a theme with a lot of people have yeah. been saying. But I tell you, I read the first Omnibus in like one sitting. Like I could have read it in one sitting right. if I didn't have to go to work. Exactly. <laughs> um, it was it, it was so good. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to get into it, even though I, I also have a backlog of stuff that I need to read. Anyway... Um, he says, speaking of Hawkeye and Jeff Lemire popping out in all sorts of places, Lemire did a follow up to Fractions run on Hawkeye.
3: Oh, okay. okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I haven't read that one. He said, regarding the Sandman Audible, the script there is almost accurate per panel from the comics, and I would highly recommend reading the book while listening to the audio drama. It enhances the experience so much, kind of like the Hellboy Book Club enhances the experience <laughs> of reading the Mignola verse. Oh, nice. Uh, thank you. I'll have to try that.
1: <laughs> enhances or annoys the bejesus? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Depending on the listener, I guess. He also said uh, Descender and Ascender. Oh, my God. The watercolor work by Dustin Wynn is amazing. Descender is more sci fi epic. Haley Joe Osmond movie, lol. And Ascender deals with the fallout from Descender. Mm. Okay. Uh, P.S. Glad to hear there's other Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.S. fan, John. Oh, no. It's amazing, especially the Ghost Rider season and the last one with the time traveling. Yes, I agree. Those were amazing. I,
1: the guy that played <laughs> Ghost Rider did a great job. Gabriel Luna. I, that is what I will say. Um, I think his name is
0: Gabriel Luna. That. He's yeah, awesome. He's great. It is Gabriel Luna. He
1: yeah, had, He also had a good jacket.
0: Yeah, that was a, that's straight from the comics, man. It's uh, good stuff. Uh, we also heard from Mark Tweedo. Mark Twito, book club member.
1: That's yes, right. shout shout yeah, shout Shouts out to Mark. Yeah, shout out to Mark
0: for being on last week. That was so much fun Thanks hanging for out with Mark for me, again. buddy. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Although
1: I am sad that I didn't get to hang out with you, but uh, I'm glad that you were on the show.
0: Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And you'll hang out with Mark next time he's yeah. on. But he said, "Hey, I also enjoyed Agents of Shield." Oh, no. There you go. Nice. Well, you
1: can all go watch it.
0: <clears throat> it had a rocky start, but it gets better with each season. I agree. Oh, yeah. It does. I
2: mean, it really did. I mean, I I, I I haven't seen past season Ghost Rider. I do remember consistently getting better
0: with every season. Yes, it does.
1: You know what? I I <laughs> I will say this: it is definitely better than a lot of TV shows that exist.
2: That's fair. Yeah, I'm not looking for like you know in yeah. death. I just want to watch. Sure, yeah. absolutely, it, exactly.
0: A, yeah, I'm not. It's I, not going to win any awards, but like it should. I, mm, <laughs> <laughs> Like a a sci-fi award?
1: Look, I love a dumb (laughs) show. I feel like it's a dumb show that is good for what it is. And I like that it's that dumb because it's awesome in its own way. Okay. That's what I will say about it. (laughs) Because I did, there's like, obviously there's parts of it that are very fun and enjoyable, but that doesn't mean that it's like, you know what I mean? Like we talk about this all the time. There's a difference between something being good and something that you enjoy. Okay. And I feel like, that's okay. Yeah. I'm totally okay with that.
0: It's also great. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> there are a lot of the actors
1: on that show are fucking great. Yes. Like um, we is it Ming talking, yeah. Yeah. We were just I talking. About her. So much. Awesome. Like Fuck, so amazing, yeah, we were just talking uh, about she's her. I fucking love Ming much. She's so she's like so amazing. We were just talking about her She's such earlier. a badass. She's on the Mandalorian as well. Not the yeah. fucking er, middle Mandal- the Boba Fett thing. Yeah. yeah. Boba Fett. Well, Fett well show. She, she was in Mandalorian well, she was, as well. She was in that too. Anyways, yeah. she's... She's in Bad Batch and Move On. She's fucking great, man. And then like that other kid, the the Irish kid or whatever. He's Irish or Scottish or whatever he was. British? Oh yeah,
0: I don't know what his name is. Whatever, he was great. He's yeah, he's a good, good. he's a good little actor, man. Fitzsimmons yeah. or whatever. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah.
1: He's a good actor. Anyway, anyway.
0: we also talked about MCU versus Star Wars. Uh, Mark said, "Look, I love Star Wars, no question, but it fucking sucks to be a Star Wars fan. You can't does. have any discussion online without it going to shit. Star Wars is mostly a private love. Why would you so talk I... about
1: anything you like online? Yeah." He with said, anyone.
0: He said, so I pick MCU. I like to be able to chat online with friends and geek out. I really want to be able to say Star Wars, but it's just not fun to discuss.
1: Here's what I don't understand. Why yeah. are you guys comparing Star Wars content with Marvel content? Well, that like, was uh, it. Was
0: something that came up while we were talking. and it, it, it was actually a question that Wes posted. I don't know. That's kind of like saying, us.
1: do you want to eat? Would you rather have spaghetti or pecan pie? Like, yeah. okay, they're two completely <laughs> different foods. What are you <laughs> Well,
0: if you listen, if you actually listen to the episode, oh, I didn't, yeah. uh, Wes said, I don't even know what I'm asking. <laughs> he, he said, I don't really know okay. what I'm asking. cuz we were sure. like, what does it mean do you have to pick one? And he's like, "No, I guess just which one right. is your is your fate. Which one do you yeah. prefer?" I
1: would say if you told me you can only watch one type of Star Wars thing, Well, there is only from one type on. of Star Wars. No no, 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 there's not. I disagree with you. If someone told me you can either watch the movies or the show, oh okay, the shows, I would pick the shows because well, the shows are fucking great. Yeah, the yeah. shows
0: have been the best stuff. Like, I think. yeah, yeah, so that's far. the or most recently. They're yeah.
1: the most Star Wars thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like they're so good. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: the shows have been really nice too, and it helps flesh out everything. And yeah. It's yeah, fun
1: again, just a dumb thing to have on that's great that you love. Uh, like I love it.
2: Not everything on the Clone Wars is that good, mm, huh. but there are some really good Star Wars in the Clone Wars. So. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, Mark also uh, talked about his love for Rogue One. We talked about our love for that movie. That's a good one. Um, he said uh, he said I loved Baze and Chirrut. Is that how you say their names? I don't know. The forces with me and
1: Fuck. blind blind samurai man. Yeah,
0: yeah, blind samurai guy, and then and his the, friend, and his, his big friend. old friend. Yeah, but he said they're uh, they're they're a couple. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're definitely boyfriends for sure, which is um, great.
0: And he said, uh, the music for Rogue One, it is packed with Dies Irae references. The music practically screams they're all going to die. Love it. So, uh, yeah, that was that's a cool little detail. He said, I totally agree with Aubrey. They should have done a solo trilogy with the first film being Solo and the second one being Lando mm. and the third being Nest. Okay, I
1: care about all of this on such a surface level. Maybe
0: that's uh, <laughs> it's just like... so you're more of an MCU. See this. See this. No. Yeah. to the discussion. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you 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 are wrong about that because like yeah. Do I enjoy watching the Marvel movies? Yes. But will I ever admit that? No. Because, I'll tell you why, I see people posting online like anyone who likes these movies is a fool and a child and should feel embarrassed and ashamed. And I'm like, I guess I'll never tell any of my friends that I somewhat enjoyed these movies because then they'll think less of me and... uh, fucking be a hater towards uh, me which just is don't so care fucking anymore. sad yeah, i don't care anymore <laughs> I'm too old. I'm honestly too old it's the clear. saddest thing ever that i'm like oh i guess i'll just keep this to myself and never tell you that i actually enjoyed that movie but yeah because then it's like well then like their opinion of me is completely lower just because i was like yeah that was fun what the shit? What is that about? So, yeah, I don't talk about it with anyone anymore because it's just, it's too much bullshit. Yeah. It,
2: I mean, I guess I, I I start judging people a little more harshly when they say, oh, if you like Star Wars, you suck or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. so, like, just yeah. fucking, like, who gives a shit? If, unless you're watching French art house movies. <laughs> but I also like. With no narrative. <laughs> I
1: also love stuff like that, though. That's oh, yeah, the yeah. thing, because yeah. yeah. I love, I like artsy fucking movies. Yeah. I like genuinely, sincerely good movies. I like. The best movies of all time. I also like a shit movie. Like, go fuck yourself.
2: I mean, like, like what you like. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And that's the thing that I
1: don't understand about these haters is that they're just like, oh, you are excited about this bad movie that's coming out? I'm like, yeah, I am. I am actually. (laughs) That's the thing you were talking about. Oh, it's hard to talk about being a whatever fan online. Like, I've decided to not be a fan of anything anymore at that point. I'm not a fan then. I just will watch this thing and I'll tell you whether or not I enjoyed it. And like, discussing things online... Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> do not. Absolutely mon, pas. My, fr- yeah. Absolute de mon yeah. pas. I will not I have a hard rule about that. That's a no.
2: Yeah, I, re- I don't really. Ever Nothing post good anything. can
1: ever <laughs> happen unless you're in a very like like shielded community, like the one that we've built, right. where everyone is a friend and there's friendship <laughs> sure, and yeah. niceness. And if there's not, get out. We don't want you. Yeah. But like yeah. aside from that, no. Yeah, <laughs> I will not participate.
0: We also heard from Anung one one seven.
1: Anung one one seven
0: book club member yeah you got it um he said star wars even though some of it's not been great lately it still wins out for me wait
1: the shows are the best part i think he
0: was talking about like solo oh those um, movies are not good the the rise of skywalker right 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 yeah in terms of movies oh yeah okay yeah i agree that the shows have been really good the shows have been really amazing the shows have been really fun and then um
1: you like a samurai show bam you like a western bam
0: yeah you like space opera here (laughs) we go (laughs) You want some... Uh, Space soap opera. Yeah. I love yeah, it.
1: I love it. A special appearance by that actor that you like that's real hot right now. Put him in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do it. We're going to cut off the feedback here, the, the oh, listener man. feedback. Um, you know, we'll save some of it for next week because I want to get on to our discussion. Okay. But oh. uh, yeah, we're still catching up on our listener feedback. We've got so much uh, incredible feedback on our last couple episodes, so... I really appreciate it. Keep it coming, everybody. All right, and now we're going to go on to our book club episode for the week. But before we do that, I've got a special intro here. Oh,
1: special intro.
0: Silver Surfer, Silver
2: One. Won't you read
3: it just for fun? good. Then come listen. Book club boys
0: and girls, book club girls, my little book club girls, (laughs) we have
2: read it on hoopla, oh no. and it made us say hoorah. <laughs> then come listen, book club boys and girls, book club girls, you little book club girls,
1: all you friends
2: book club friends uh,
1: back to you john <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: <my God. laughs> i'm fucking crying over here <laughs> oh that's great uh, oh, thank man. you benny
0: <laughs> decker again knocking it, decker. it down oh, with uh, that was with his awesome. oh my god he's getting better and that's better yes, yes that was really good
1: that's my favorite one so far
0: He's becoming our resident. Uh, that was incredible. Resident uh, little intro there. Oh, you also got to go back and listen to the ones That's he did really on good. the last
2: episode. I, yes.
1: Oh, did he do some for the other ones? I got. Now nah, I got to listen to those. That's yeah, fun. yeah, you definitely did. Do. Do you
2: definitely did one for Harrow County, right? That was really good. Benny Decker, yes, book yes, club member.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you, Benny. Amazing. <laughs> that, was, that was
0: great. We should get him on here.
1: <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in a while. I have to catch my breath. Give me a second.
0: This week, we're reading Silver Surfer issues one through three from the 2014 run by Dan Slott and Michael Alred. These issues were published from March to May 2014, written by Dan Slott, art by Michael Alred, colors by Laura Alred, and letters by Clayton Cowles. I want to talk about the uh, creative team a little bit. Um, so, Dan Slott, he's mostly known for his work on Marvel comics, from like The Amazing Spider Man, uh, She Hulk, this run on The Silver Surfer. He did all the spider superior spider-man stuff and all that he's also done some dc work with batman and mike alred he's he's my favorite like independent comics guy yeah he's done madman uh eye zombie his style is often compared to pop art as well as commercial and comic art from the 1950s and 60s
1: so he's the madman guy Yes. Okay. And then he also did that Bowie thing. Yeah. yeah. He I did love.
0: that. He did a great run on FF that I would love to talk about someday. You me his, bits his, and run, his run, and run you on know. Ecstatic is also really oh, good. Oh, okay. Ecstatic. Yes. That's really awesome. And then, um, yeah, should, we could go on. showed me bits on.
1: and pieces of the Fantastic. I haven't read the whole thing. Yeah. Anymore, I showed you a cool. couple a couple different cool. parts.
0: So, Dan Slott and Michael Alred, they actually won an Eisner for Best Single Issue for issue 11 of this series. Nice. I would love to get to that issue Absolutely, eventually. Yeah. So uh, one thing that I noticed is that it credits Dan Slott and Michael Alred as storytellers. Oh. I, I thought that Dan Slott was the writer and Michael Alred is the artist, but it doesn't say they that. Shared. So uh, I actually found a great interview mm. from the 13thdimension.com from 2017. They actually asked Alred about this and he says, early on we talked about the overall epic art. Then we'd usually have a lengthy phone conversation, which pretty much amounted to Dan in storytelling mode where he just start talking everything out, even doing voices and sound effects. Nice. Then I'd get a relatively tight outline with page breakdowns and a good gist of what was being said between characters. I'd jump on it and draw everything out, encouraged to play with it to my heart's content. Then Dan would take what I did and do a final script. It was always a big kick to see how the final published issue would sing, Given how Dan would pull it all together, That's so So there's like this cool. weird yeah. back and forth. That's so that's so why fun. you're blending yeah. what the writer is able to do with the art and right. what the artist is able to do with the writing, that's which kinda, I think is like that's really how, interesting. Yeah.
1: That's how we write our songs in the practice space. Yeah, we kind of all kind kick of it around around and around back and, and forth, back and yeah, it gets refined. That's really really interesting to yeah. think about that they're such a that they make such a good team in that way. That's awesome. So, and so his, his spouse did the colors? Yes. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Laura Alred is an accomplished colorist in her own right. She's won four Eisners and numerous under wow. other awards uh, for her coloring work. She's actually won more Eisners than Michael Alred and Dan Slaughter wow. uh, for her colors.
1: Well, her uh, work on this book so far has oh, yeah, been incredible. Yeah. So
0: And Clayton Cowes, a letterer, is an Eisner nominated letter. He graduated from the Joe Kerbert School in two thousand nine. Oh, nice. So you got a you got an awesome team on this book. Yeah. I followed Dan Slott on Twitter, and just like yesterday,
2: or maybe the day before, he posted like, if there's only four comics you ever remember me for, he posted these four,
0: and one of them was Silver Surfer awesome. 11. Oh, Silver Surfer 11. See, yeah. I would love to get to that. So, all right here, issue one is called The Most Important Person in the Universe, and we get a really cool cover by the Owl Reds. It gives you a good sense of what the book will be like, I think. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like yeah. cosmic and trippy, and it looks like fun, and just kind of like wacky. It's all nice and whimsical. yeah. We open in Anchor Bay, Massachusetts. This is a fictional Anchor Bay. There's a real Anchor Bay in Michigan. And we get this scene of a father pointing out a shooting star to his twin daughters. One is dressed like a ladybug. This is Don, And the other one's dressed like a bee. This is Eve. And he tells them to make a wish. And so you, I like this scene. You get the sense that Don can't really think of a wish. Yeah. yeah. Eve says she wants to go everywhere like Paris and Rome. And Don's like, yeah, I wish that too. And Eve's like, you can't wish up the same thing. You're wasting it. You got to make your own wish. And so Don looks up at the shooting star. We get a close-up of her eye watching it. I wish that star could just keep going, that everyone could get a wish, and it could stay up in the sky forever. That's the stupidest wish ever, Eve responds. You're supposed to wish upon a star, not for a star. (laughs) And Don says that Eve's wish is stupid, because who would ever want to leave Anchor Bay? So that's one of the ongoing themes with the two daughters, is Mm -hmm. one wants to explore the world, and the other one... Is happy being there in Anchor Bay.
1: And she's like, it's the most special place in the whole world. And the dad's like, yeah, no, I agree with you. It's it's great. But, like, you know, he's he's trying to get her to focus on the positive of the situation, which is like, I think your wish was great. You know, most people wouldn't even think about helping that poor falling star. That was so nice of you. Yeah. Very sweet thing to tell a kid.
0: And so we focus in on this poor falling star, but it isn't a star. Oh, geez. It's the Silver Surfer, and he's looking for a planet for Galactus to consume. Oh, my gosh. And he vows all of Earth will burn. So, this is really great. So, we're in the... It kind of gives you a sense of the time, too, because in terms of this book, like, we're in the past a little bit. This is when Silver Surfer is just coming to Earth with Galactus before he's, like, turned good. It exactly 12 years ago. Yeah, 12 years ago. So, it establishes that timeline. So, yeah, we cut to the Brundlebus Nebula today. This is obviously a made-up nebula. Here we see... The Surfer is reigniting a sun in a microsystem. He checks on the Brundle Buds. Those are those little guys that live on a nearby planet. And they're so happy that the Surfer has rekindled their sun. They start praising him and building these epic monuments to him. The way that
1: Mike Alred does all of this, I just have to stop and... Yeah. Holy crap, this is amazing. Like Silver Surfer's igniting a little tiny sun and he's looking at this tiny planet full of these tiny dudes. And there's all these statues of him and these look so fucking cool. And I'm just... I'm 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 all in yeah. on this book right now. Right you know, away, I'm so excited to be reading this. It's it has so that, fucking weird and I love it. It has
0: that Kirby yes. kind of sensibility, but it's yeah. also it's it's Mike Alred's like kind of fresh thing with Dan Slott and Yeah, yeah. So it like,
1: is exactly that. It's that old school Jack Kirby feel of like the old school comics, but there's none of the horrible annoying bullshit of those <laughs> comics. It's this new fresh very fast-paced narrative that's really tight and really um engaging and very yeah. so it's got it's the best of both worlds of like that old school cool, yes. it does everything you liked about the old school with none of the annoying shit and all of the stuff you <laughs> like about the new stuff with none of the annoying shit which i'm just so excited about
2: i also like how um he's watching them like evolve because he says like they move right. faster than his cosmic senses can even um and like you know they go from like just seeing it to all of a sudden statues everywhere and yeah so,
1: yeah uh, they're very extreme it's
2: kind of like that um Futurama episode where Bender gets that uh, asteroid stuck in him. Oh,
0: right. <laughs> and he watches
2: them evolve.
0: All bow before the great Metal
1: Lord! Huh? I am the Metal Lord! Who are you? Didn't the Simpsons do that too? With like the uh, They tooth? did that
2: in uh, the Lisa episode
0: with right. the tooth. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, so
1: he's like, oh, no, don't build statues of me. Don't praise me. And they're like, oh, no, we offended you. We're done. So, please <laughs> forgive us. We're so sorry. And he's like, no, 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 no it's fine. Like, don't. It's cool. Just, I'm going to leave now. (laughs)
0: He goes, I leave you in peace. Farewell. Because that's all that he can say. Yeah. Like, he has to make it a neutral thing where they're not going to, like, go crazy when he leaves. Yeah. Or they're not going to, like, destroy everything when he leaves or live in fear that he's going to have retribution on them. Because he quickly, and I love this kind of idea that he's like, "Uh, I leave you in peace. Farewell. (laughs) Like, that's all that he can say. I
1: gotta go now.
0: So we learn a lot about the surfer in this scene. He's humble, you know, but he's also guilty. Yeah. He says that a billion lives saved won't make up for his past sins as a Herald of Galactus. Um, and I love this scene too because we also uh, one of my favorite things about Aura doing this character is we actually see him surfing. Yes. Yeah. He looks like he's surfing. He looks there's a like lot he's of surfing. There's a lot of motion captured there, which I really like.
1: But he looks like a dude surfing through space, which is double cool. Yeah.
0: So the surfer encounters these two little eyeball-recording space bots, and they call him Champion. They saw how he rekindled that sun. We transmit, they say. And we see who they're transmitting to. It's Zed. He's this humanoid-type alien. He's got three eyes, two mouths, a second one under his neck. And he wears some armor under a robe.
1: I like his design. I like this character. Yeah, design he's a really lot. good. Yeah, Mike already does such a good job with all his like facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. Like both mouths with and both all the eyes and the are eyes. all going at once, and it always looks really cool.
0: Wait, so who's, who's Zed? Zed. Zed's dead, Zed. dead, baby. Zed's dead. Zed <laughs> Thank Zed. you. <laughs> so he's looking for a champion, um, but he worries the surfer is too dangerous, being a former herald. There's also this mysterious benefactor in the shadows who tells Zed. ...that they should use any champion they can get. The great threat is practically at the gate. Back with the surfer... ...the bots congratulate him on being the new champion... ...and the surfer says he's no one's champion. But the bots tell him he could be by saving the Impericon, ...one of the greatest wonders of all time and space. Back in Anchor Bay, 12 years later... Don and Eve have grown up, and Eve has indeed traveled the world. We see Don pinning up a new picture of her at another landmark, this time the Leaning Tower of Pisa. We also see Big Ben, the Eiffel Tower, the Taj Mahal, the Sydney Opera House, the Great Wall of China, the Sphinx, and the Pyramids in Egypt.
2: And they still dress like bees and butterflies. Yes, there's <laughs> yeah. that
0: ongoing theme, right? Yeah. Because otherwise they look exactly the same, right. too. Right. Dawn is talking to Eve on the phone, telling her she should travel too, and Dawn has this comeback where we learn that this version of Anchor Bay has a motto of, you are here because they had the first wish you were here postcard. <laughs> um, I thought that was cute. That's not actually a thing. I tried to look that up.
1: And But she says they all wish they were here. Right, She yes. thinks like, everyone finds this place just as charming as she does, yeah. so why would she ever leave?
0: Anchor Bay is all Dawn ever wanted, and there's nothing wrong with that, she tells herself. We learn that her and her dad are operating a pretty successful bed and breakfast called the Greenwood Inn. A huge crowd arrives on a bus. One of them thinks they've seen Don in Tokyo, but that was actually Eve. Uh, she's the travel agent. Don immediately gets to work helping all the guests.
1: And this thing about Mike Allred, he can draw a person any age. Yeah. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, okay. but his children look like children and his you know what I'm saying like that's a big oh, been yeah. a big thing with me I know we've talked about that we well, like can you draw children please draw I, them normally I like
0: that you bring that up because there as we get into it there's a very distinct style to all the different aliens that he does yeah. there's also a very distinct yeah. t- style to the way that he does people yes
1: and I agree with that it, yeah. completely and it's really it's really I am just in awe of that s- takes so much skill and it's it's just such a unique it's so fresh it's so like they don't all look the same all the yeah. faces don't look all the same like we just saw her dad when she was a child, and then we're seeing her dad now, and I know that's the same man. Yeah, but yeah. But he's aged a little bit, he's got a little bit of a punch. Yeah, yeah. Lost a tiny bit of hair, he's got a little bit of a punch, but he's still the same old good old dad that we love. Like, and you can tell that um she's that little girl that's grown up, even without the matching little outfits, sure, I would have yeah. been able to tell. Like, so it's <clears throat> I just really I, I appreciate the way that Mike Alred draws people and he we've got all different shapes of people and yeah. all different, you know, and yeah. They're not all the same shape. They're not all the same height. They're not all the same body type, and it's just they look like people, and they look like they're wearing regular, normal clothes, and not yeah. all like things that are painted on. Like everyone's <laughs> wearing clothes, you know what I mean? And it's just very. I love I love Mike Already. Yeah, I love it. This is good stuff. It's really I'm good. glad you're enjoying it. Yeah.
0: Back with the surfer, he questions the bots on the Impericon, saying he would have heard of it or detected it, but the bots say the Impericon was designed so no heralds could find it using technology that he's never even seen. Just then, these soldiers called gatekeepers burst they're through a portal, key guns. and uh, yeah, they're great. <laughs> and they it. they start firing on the surfer. A herald, keep him from the Aparacon at all costs. What madness is this? The surfer questions. I wasn't just invited here; I was summoned. This is extremely bad form. <laughs> 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 That's great.
1: <laughs> extremely bad form. I like all the little sound effects. These yeah.
0: are great. I also like the idea of
2: them creating a whole society. I mean. Um, being able to hide from the heralds, to hide mm-hmm. from the lack yeah. or something like that. It's like, Why hadn't I never thought about that before? Because if there is like an infinite universe out there, there's probably somebody out there who figured out how to hide from Galactus. Sure.
0: I'm so glad you brought that up, Calvary, because I was going to bring this up later, but there's an ongoing theme wherever anyone sees him, they go, a herald. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think that's, I don't know that I've seen that that much where anytime anyone sees him, they, they know what he is. They know what he stands for. It
1: lends so much gravitas and mythos to this whole, like, why wouldn't you make that a big deal? That's great. Yeah. Just the idea of like, oh, what an interesting concept that they are hiding from the hair. Like, that's the old school yeah. goofy shit that I'm here for. I want to oh, yeah. read about this weirdo <laughs> concept of, of space and time. And I love that shit. Yeah. But it's, it's got the pace of a modern comic without any of the things I find annoying about modern right. comics. And it's got the ideas of old school comics without any of the things that I find annoying about those. So it's just such like a... Like that
2: perfect marriage between
0: the nom, two. no, yeah. no.
1: It's delicious. I'm yeah. just... So uh the
0: gatekeepers they blast the surfer and then Zed comes up and he's like, I'm the incredulous Zed, and he's like, Stop what you guys are doing. They didn't sorry, Surfer, they didn't know that you were coming. They they just got scared because you were a herald or whatever. man
1: This is the type of shit I used to draw as a kid, just the most nonsense bullshit. I love it. Right.
0: So Zed uh reveals the Impericon to the Surfer. Behold the Impericon, the impossible palace, the single greatest destination in the galaxy. Come, let me give you the grand tour. So, yeah, we got to talk about this This because... This fucking place
2: is (laughs) insane looking. That's great.
0: And and you can zoom in on all the details. So, this was, like, obviously, you know, the double splash page in the single issue. I remember, like... um, This is wild. When this issue came out, someone just posted this on Reddit. And they were just like, look at this weird thing in the new Silver Surfer issue. So... Yeah, it is amazing what Alred has done here I with would, uh,
2: this design. I would like something like an 11 by 7 fucking giant size picture. Of this just so I could stare at every little yeah, detail yeah.
1: On I want to go back in time and see the look on his spouse's face when he gives her this <laughs> file. <laughs> and she's like, you want me to what? This, Yeah, and, well, I didn't even think about the coloring job. Jeez.
0: I mean, yeah, like... All these tiny little things colored. I wonder if she had to ask him, like, okay, wait, does this part connect to this or what is this? She's just I like, mean... I don't
1: know, just do it. I'm leaving now.
0: <laughs> Very amazing. So these next two pages are really cool. It's a double page spread. Again, the top panels being Don introducing the travelers to the Greenwood Inn and below Zed introducing the surfer to the Impericon. Right. There's a lot of fun gags here. Don says they've had Princess Grace to Howard Stark to Nat King Cole as well as 16 other celebrities and Norville Rappaport. Who's Norville Rappaport? Oh, you wouldn't know him. He's not famous. This way.
1: <laughs> so,
0: uh, and, and, if you, and if you read through the entire thing, you'll get that joke. So that has one of those, it's kind of one of those things where once you read it all the way through, and then yeah. if you come back, you go, oh, wait a minute. I yeah. get that now. Uh, she says that um, Albert Einstein caught a, this fish.
1: Einstein, you're making that up. <laughs> If I were, we would have used a bigger fish. Right. It's yes. a cute little joke. I like All that.
0: these little gags are fun. Yeah. yeah. And then below, there's a bunch of great gags with this, too, because uh, Zeddy's oh, like a- Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is such a great line. Our like-
1: luxury suites are so massive, they have their own moon. And that entire moon is a nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs>
2: I love these people skiing on these flowers. Yeah, Yeah. it's not like snow; it's pollen for the flowers. Right,
0: exactly. The surfers like this must damage the flora, and they're like, "No, the skiers." Yeah, Yeah, it's really great.
2: I
1: mean, such a goofy, silly. I love it.
2: I would love to see something like that. Like, do people just you know, like on the screen or something like that? Yeah,
0: all this stuff is really fun. And the also sur- sinister. Dun, right. dun, dun. The surfer is like, this is impossible, and they're like, yeah, all of our structures, scientists can figure it out. And he's like, no, that trillions of people kept all of this a secret from me.
1: Yeah, he's and, still caught up on that.
0: And if you look at the all the people that see him, they all freak out.
1: Yeah, they're freaking out. They're
0: going, oh my god, that's the surfer. You know what I mean? Yeah, Harold. He's like, you must understand, fear of heralds is what unites all races. Jeez. I was yeah. like, oh my right. god, that's an incredible concept, yeah, You know what luck, I mean? That's man. good stuff. I like these little scrolls down here, too.
1: Yeah, the scrolls. Old school scrolls.
0: Oh, yeah, we got the old school scrolls there. I wonder if any other of these are like old school comic characters. I don't recognize any of them, but I'm not good on that kind well, of Well, so
1: thing. he mentions the bazaar here runs along the entire equator. The shops are never closed it's everybody's shopping all the time and it's like okay so this whole place is just a big like it's just a giant monument to capitalism okay all right got it so
0: i think this next panel is important the silver tells Zed that there's no reason for people to fear him anymore i no longer serve galactus and zed goes well your rebellion is well known it's just like he can't shake that notoriety was,
1: you were kind of a herald though.
0: <laughs> you kind of just killed billions of people yeah, you, know I mean, like, you know what i mean like you know so people like, know that he yeah. doesn't work for galactus but there's still, still like, like well. he still represents death sure, yeah absolutely. across the galaxy
1: um so he's well i'll consider helping you out
0: yeah so I, I feel like that's a little bit of pride in there yeah because that's when he decides that he agrees to be the champion i think he does it to like improve his image sure, a little yeah. bit. i don't know
1: well, he even said, he was like, I'll never be able to make up for what I did. I'll never be able to atone right, right. for this.
0: So upon hearing that the surfer will champion his cause, Zed initiates the motivator. It sees all his past and future and provides the proper incentive. But we get a good history of the surfer here. If you're not familiar with the surfer's history, you're kind of getting like a breakdown of it here. you know, kind of reminds me of the Cliff Notes version. Uh, do you remember version. TV
1: Abs? From the fantastic four movie rise of silver surfer movie oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. they had tv abs okay <laughs> and that uh, it was kind of like
0: oh this.
2: crap i forgot about
0: that oh yeah okay yeah yeah so it's showing like a tv all over his skin or whatever
1: yeah. <laughs> this looks much cooler than that <laughs> i will say oh
0: shit that movie was so mediocre so
1: he's like huh <laughs> i was i think it was a little worse than mediocre Fixer, <laughs> the board is drawing the destroyer
2: here you have to give it up you know i've never been the giving type breed
1: so he's like the the motivator he does a little galadriel here he's like things that were things that are and things that will yeah, be yeah. and it's going to motivate you with a proper incentive and he's he looks a little sinister yeah. here. a little bit of sinister <clears throat> things happening
0: back at the greenwood inn dawn plans tomorrow's events big day tomorrow she tells herself like every day with the same view stop that's eve talking of course, it's the same view. It's the same stars in the sky wherever you are, and there's no way to change that. Um, hello, Don calls. I love Plorp. She's been transported into a cell amidst all these other creatures. Transplorted. <laughs> Is that what I said? No, She's been I did. Trans- That's what I said. Oh, Plorp. <laughs> oh yeah, I love Plorp. I plorp. love Plorp. Yeah. So we get Mr. Plorp. Um, I love all these characters. So there's this, so awesome. There's this one guy. I think he's blind. He's in like little tunnels. I think like he makes those little tunnels like he's a little ant or whatever. There's like some sort of horned guy with all this smoke. There's like a bat hanging upside down. There's a Spider-Man. Yeah, there's an actual Spider-Man. And then there's this one guy like in a uniform. He's like, where is my son? Where is Battle Jack? I love all these little characters. Yeah, yeah it's good yeah, and stuff. Abe. Look at there's that little an Abe in tube, here. That tube worm guy above Abe oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah back with the surfer and zed surfer asks about this job from zed he learns that the never queen a being of unimaginable power wants the Apericon's energy source which would cause Mm. the planet to die the surfer also learns that he's not the first champion so what happened to the others he asks. others i um zed responds fine the last one what happened to him the Cambot show footage of Battle Jack of Jackstar 9. He gets zapped pretty hard by the Never Queen. We see a close-up of his face screaming in agony.
1: I love his facial expressions on the <laughs> bottom two panels here in yeah. Zed character his yeah. faces or his facial expressions on these last two panels are incredible so in my head like i i had one of the boys from uh the venture bros doing his voice just as one of those like it kind of goes on like that for a while you know what
0: i mean <laughs> until he expires <laughs> Yeah, that's good stuff. So I, I think that's so funny that you just... I mean, it's it's messed up, but it's also it's hilarious hell, to just yeah. cut to this guy he just kind of scrim- just keeps doing
1: that for a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the surfer noticed in the footage that Battlejack said, For the fate of my father, Zed... And he's got a great facial expression as he reveals the true purpose of the motivator. Yeah,
1: I kind of bugged you over.
0: It finds the one person in all creation who means the most to the champion and brings them to the Americon as leverage. But there is no need, the surfer exclaims. I said I'd be your champion. And Zed says they have to do this because Neverqueen is so powerful.
1: What if you backed out on us? <laughs> what a dick. So By the way, the first time I read the, the phrase Neverqueen... Mm-hmm. i was like i love her oh yeah yeah, I, yeah. Sh- I love her and she's never done anything wrong and i'll always love her the most and she's fantastic little <laughs> did i know right yeah uh, but i was immediately like this is the character that i like but yeah it turned i it, anyway
0: the motivator more like the kidnapper, right yeah Jeez. <laughs> now show me this leverage that surfer says or i will show you power like you've never seen who have you captured which of my family friends or loved ones and Zed's like, quickly, show her to him. And he's like, her? Who is it? Shalabao? My mother? Alicia Masters? Nova? Mantis? Who?
1: <laughs> Naming all these people that we know from his history. Right, being yeah. A he character. had relationships with oh, all of those characters.
0: And so the kambod show Don Greenwood, and she's like, hello, is anyone there? I have, okay. I have absolutely no idea who this is. That's great.
1: <laughs> This panel is so weird. Yeah, this page, I mean, like it's. Well, but everything, I
0: love it. everything about this I is. Love it. That's one of the reasons why I love it.
1: I am enjoying this comic more than I have enjoyed reading comics in a long time. <laughs> this is seriously like, it's just so good. I love the the
2: dry delivery of. Okay, I have no idea who that that is. Because like that whole build up, like he's like, yeah, with yeah. The, Shalaba, Mom, Alicia, Mantis. <laughs> that's who, a good gag. Ooh. ooh. I don't know who this is. Yeah. I don't, yeah.
1: And then uh, my my face in the name of this character was rewarded as I see the cover oh, for the next yes, issue very I am good. now I am even more in love.
0: And how does Laura Ara do these colors like beautiful? I mean um, the design of the Never Queen looks like uh, it's just very interesting Amazing. and um, yeah, there's She's my favorite like character uh, that ever existed. Like I almost see it like It would be moving, like her... Oh, absolutely, The image on her body would be... It would be like... uh, It wouldn't be static. I don't know how to describe it. It You know what I mean? it could be in motion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I absolutely also envision that.
0: So issue two opens on Anchor Bay Elementary 12 years ago. The third grade play is putting on Snow White. Oh, wait. You don't have this page? Oh, no, I don't have that. I don't there's have like that. a neat little. Okay, so Aubrey's looking at the single issues on the Marvel Unlimited app. I have the single issues. I didn't bust them out, though. <laughs> there's a little. Um... I know, right? Aubrey needs to get paid every time uh, we mention it. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a nice little recap on there. Those are cute. Very good. Yeah, I'll screenshot that for you. Nice. Um, we open. Oh, so uh, the third grade play is putting on Snow White and eve is the evil queen and don is her reflection in the magic mirror the play goes awry as don doesn't play along to eve do what i do you're supposed to be a mirror eve says no i'm a magic mirror don responds <laughs> i love that
1: I like how she just walks off the stage yeah. i not work with her and, i'll uh, be
0: in the car amazing. i like how the dad goes you're doing great sweetie yeah. keep going like that's such, such a great dad response anyway i love that so we cut over to surfer looking at don um, through this projection, she can't see him, but he hears her and uh I love this. He puts this. she's like uh it's Don Greenwood from Earth, it's you Earth. know the planet and he's like Earth, it's always someone from <laughs> Earth
1: <laughs> 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 <sighs> oh, man This body language in that panel is super cute. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But the incredulous Zed goes on to say, you know, how the Never Queen is coming to destroy everything, and this is the last hope. Don Greenwood, I don't know you. I've never met you, but know this I am Norin Rad of Zenla, the Silver Surfer, and I will save you. Wee! Now to the task at hand. So we see the Surfer go out to face the Never Queen. The Cambots follow him. At the end of this asteroid field, there's a bunch of floating bodies of all the previous champions. Has a lot of dead champions. Yeah. The Cambots tell the Surfer that if he dies, the girl will not be terminated. So the Surfer, he tries to sneak up on the Never Queen. You can't, I knew you'd come, Norin Rad. Just I know everything you will do next. I am the almost now, the yet to be. I am the queen of nevers. And like all who have failed before you, I know every way you will die.
1: I love her. I love her so much.
0: Yeah, this is really cool. And again, I love how Mike and Laura Alred make every champion like distinct, like how yeah. they're all floating out there. It gives it like that just really colorful, I don't know, yeah, it's that Jack Kirby style again that we keep talking about. Back with Dawn, she's learned a lot about the motivator cubes that imprisoned them <laughs> um, from Mr. Plorp. I love Plorp. Yeah. He just says Plorp, but she understands him through the cubes. Uh, Mr. Battleon, that's the guy who was yelling for his son Battlejack, He mentions the Flarkin Force Walls. So these gatekeepers fly up and they've got, I guess, what is supposed to be good food for each species.
1: Bog eggs and uh, Flop Jam, not bad.
0: (laughs) This purple ape skull guy says, yeah, I like that line. But Mr. Babylon, he just throws the food back. He won't eat until he's free. And Dawn throws her food, too. I can't eat that, she says. So she mentioned earlier that she's vegan. I think that was in the episode. That was in the scene she's where like, she's. She says, maybe I'm a vegan. Oh, yeah, Same yeah. There. And uh, I love
1: his. Uh, uh, but the scans indicated this is what Earthlings eat. Cheeseburger fries and shaked milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like a shaked milk. I like a shaked milk.
0: <laughs> Uh, and he's like, hmm, must have been a faulty scanner. And so he flies off. He'll be back with a different selection. So then they bring her vegan zapper apples from the planet Vega. Mr. Batalon says, whatever vegan means on your world, the translators couldn't suss it out.
1: they gave you fruit from the planet Vega. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes. He also tells her not to eat those. (laughs) But Mr. Plorp is pumped for the Zapper Apples. He calls them an exquisite torture due to the hyperacid reflux it gives him. This
1: is like the food that you eat yeah <laughs>
0: and don asks how hyper oh near infinicitric he's yeah. so
1: happy he's so excited to eat them
0: probably the most powerful acid in the universe really don asks, <laughs> like powerful enough to eat through these walls
1: this is so flipping cute it's great right it's so i mean cute. i love all this and
0: i love mr plorp he's a great character on this <laughs> the the expressions when he yes. eats the zapper apples so and all that oh, kind so of good. stuff is really I'm so good excited. Um, I love all this.
1: He's just like, all righty. So,
0: yeah, watching how the gatekeepers delivered the food, Don figures out how to fling the apples over to the Mr. Plorp who immediately expels a huge spray of acid that dissolves the walls. He wants more. Yeah. He's excited about it. Uh, he, uh, he expels a spray of acid. He <laughs> fucking vomits <laughs> up on the fucking wall. Super and cool. Don's like, well, we have enough of this stuff. I think we could get through all of these walls. Bust everyone out of here. Awesome. So what do you think about this? I mean, you're... you're I am loving no, this, this more yeah, than yeah. almost
1: anything I've ever read in comics. That's it's, good. So okay. good. it's so, so glad. good. I'm so good
0: Because, like... This is a scene that got me where yes. they're all interacting in the cubes and you see all the different aliens and awesome. Don interacting with, and she has such agency. Um, that's when I was like, okay, I'm yeah, in man. on this. I'm in on yes. this for sure. Oh, yeah. Back with the surfer and the Never Queen. I see
1: the length and breadth of your existence, Harold. Like we go straight yeah. from this goofy <laughs> thing to this, like, oh my God, I love
0: it. Yeah, and they continue their fight. The surfer purposefully blasts the cambots, and he tries to talk things out with the Never Queen. I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we
1: did. We we had, there was another story. Yeah, that well, we read recently. Well, on Invincible, I think. Yes, yeah, Invincible. Exactly, we were talking where about it's like, that. hey, everybody, stop. Yeah. Let's, let's talk let's about talk, this talk, for a second. Like, he tries to
0: use logic, but yeah. the Never Queen uses this opportunity to zap the surfer because she
1: thinks that he's after her because of the thing. But yeah. she's like, oh, I I have to fight for all the possible futures. Exactly. I have to do this, and like, she's. So it's at, at that point, you're like, okay, so this is a thing, what's happening with this character. So,
0: and when she zaps the surfer, she shows him every possible future for him. Mm. And so we see all these incredible things here. We see him with like the invaders. We see Nova. We see Mantis, Shalabal. We see him with Don, and they're together, and they're in love. And then we see them fighting, and we see her dead. And we see him saying, I will serve once more to Galactus. And we see him saying that he's going to be in the Fantastic Five. So I love all this. It's really interesting. And the surfer feels all these infinite outcomes at once. So it's overcoming him. Yeah. You know, it's almost too much for his mind. I like how all of these little heads look like the heads that you would see in the uh, yes. corner boxes yes. of old, yes. Oh,
2: old nice. Comics.
0: Yes, I you're was absolutely just right. I thinking that. Yeah. It's I like love, Alred's version of those. I love corner box art. Yeah that's some good stuff. Back with Zed he's with the mysterious benefactor and he's freaking out because the surfer destroyed the cam bots. Just then he's informed that all the hostages have broken out of their motivator cubes. (laughs) The benefactor says things are unraveling fast you don't have time to summon a new champion so you gotta go slay the queen of nevers. You know this weapon well, remember? And he supplies Zed with this golden sword, the edge of reality. The
1: fabled edge of reality, it, able to cut into the fabric of existence yes. itself. I love this type of shit. Oh, it's so good. It's so goofy.
0: Yeah, and then so like this golden armor also encompasses Zed as he takes control of that sword. The
1: way that that's rendered is yeah. so like, you can oh, tell yeah. what's happening. I love that.
0: I love this next page so much. <laughs> we cut to Don with all the escaped hostages. Awesome. Uh, they try to figure out where to go. I say we stay and fight So every one of them is dead. Uh, okay, anyone besides Mr. battleon Don suggests. <laughs> this guy with whose head is an entire brain, Mr. Migdala, he suggests they follow the power relays to their source. There could be escape pods. So suddenly... They happen on the reactor core, and it looks like a giant heart. Mm. Sensory overload, Mr. Migdala exclaims, and Dawn is pretty taken by it as well. It's beautiful. Can you hear it? The rhythmic beat. It's every song you'll never hear, every hope and dream you'll never have. Oh, damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Spent my whole life in one place when there was so much to see and hear and do. I wish, I wish. He's
1: making to- a wish.
0: Yeah um but i also have to say like i just love all this chaos with all the different aliens just raining around and like i was yeah. talking about the the pink guy that was building that stuff like he i feel like he's reaching out you know what i mean like he's blind so he's just like following along and you know what i mean oh, you, you yeah, see how his yeah. hand is out like that he's got like antennas for eyes and stuff they also she calls this one guy Mr. Crowbot. I couldn't find a reference to that. I was like, is that a thing, you know, in the previous Marvel comics? But I couldn't find it.
1: I have to say, I have to stop us in the middle of this. Reading these three issues made me cry so much. Oh. And I wasn't expecting that gotta, at all.
0: I, I want to talk about that, I too. I was yeah.
1: weeping so hard. Yeah. I had to use tissues. Like, I Aww. I was actually so incredibly moved, and I was shocked. I was like, why the fuck am I weeping so hard? I am crying so sure, hard. Sure, right? yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. It happened several different times during when I was reading these issues, and I was so taken aback by that. Yeah, I was just so impressed. It's really
0: beautifully done. The writing and and the art really come together in that way. Well,
1: and Alred does something with facial expressions to me that I cannot explain. And of course, like you said, the writing as well, obviously. But like, it's just so all of that combined is just very culminates in this. What is this leaking from my face? Yeah, like what I was <laughs> what is so this juice? I was just like, <laughs> you know, I was really losing yeah. it. I nice. was losing it, and That's so anyway, good. I had to just sort of, oh yeah, put that in there because, like, wow,
0: yeah, you know. So, Don she makes her wish. Right, we cut back over to the surfer after being zapped by the Never Queen. He finds himself still alive. This is what killed all the other champions. I live, but how? It was the Earth Girl. The Never Queen says.
1: The one right? whose fate is entwined with yours. Yeah. I don't
0: understand. She, she's nothing to me.
1: No, she's everything. She's the girl who made a wish so long ago. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So
0: both, both on you and for you. So we cut back in her Never Queen's eyes. We see a flashback to that first page where she wished for the surfer. But now she's heard the beating of my heart and her wish has changed. That confused me. That's what allowed the surfer to kind of like survive that attack.
1: Well, she says, it confused me and saved you. Wishes are powerful things, Harold, especially if you believe in them. That is such an interesting line.
0: They might just become your future.
1: This is nonsense. Wishes are just words, nothing more. Says the astronomer from Zen Law, who wished to travel to the stars. Incredible. Yeah, He's good like, stuff. oh, I've seen the most impossible shit ever in existence and non-existence, but this is wishes. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> That's a, mm, I don't know about that. That's amazing.
0: The Never Queen says, with every moment that passes an infinite number of maybes, die inside me. That is my lot to mourn every never will and almost was. Mine is the forever sorrow. Or rather, it was, I'm afraid this is my final battle. I'm dying now. And with me dies every would-be and could-be. And the server thinks that he did it. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, but she reveals that...
1: Her heart was sliced out and stolen to make a fucking...
0: With a blade, not of this reality. With a
1: blade, not of this reality, to make a strip mall.
0: To empower the Impericon, exactly. <laughs> to make a ship, Paul. Yeah. With a nightclub moon. Great. <laughs> and that's what makes it the impossible place because it's made on the heart of all these never wills and all this kind of stuff, right? So mm-hmm. I like that kind of concept too. The Surfer vows to savor.
1: This character design <clears throat> is like my favorite character design it's good stuff, that's ever yeah. happened. Ever. I love her so much.
0: He tries to come up with a plan to save the Earth girl and the Neverheart. You feel you have to save her, the oh Never my Queen God, ass her surfer? Face, her face, her That is a good expression, right there, oh. right? He says she wouldn't be involved in these matters if not for me. That makes her my responsibility. And she's like, hmm. Mm. I like that. Mm. I
1: love her reaction to him. She's like, through all of this, all of this bullshit that's going on, and it's like, you still yeah. want to save this girl. Like, okay. All, all right. right.
0: So the surfer has to take the armor of Battlestar Jack to disguise himself, and as the surfer flies off in the armor, he addresses his board. "'Listen to me, my board. I have need of you.' While I search for the Neverheart, find this girl. He touches the board and a projection of Dawn appears on it. Another cool thing that we see the surfer do in this comic a couple times is he powers down his cosmic power within him. Cool. So he like silvers down. We get to see Norrin yeah. Red. Uh, so he won't be detected because they are detecting for the Herald. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nice. So that's Why pretty cool he too.
1: Do that a lot.
0: I don't know if that's a new thing for the, but this that plays an element of in this cool. run. That's interesting. <clears throat> in that's this such run. a cool yeah.
1: concept. I love that.
0: And I like this nice beat here as the board kind of catapults him yeah. off, <laughs> you know, into this flap of the Impericon. It's the impossible place. So like, I was like, I don't really get this, but I was like, oh wait, I don't think I'm supposed to get it. Like, he jumps off and then he gets on this thing and then whatever that is, cool. and then now he's in there. I guess. Okay, that's
1: it. That's fine. <laughs>
0: We cut to Zed in his hot rod spaceship and his edge of reality <laughs> sword. Oh, shit. The gatekeepers follow him to end the Never Queen. I
1: like a little detail of him looking through the periscope here. Yeah, I was going to say that. Eye. So uh, yeah, he's got <laughs> to
0: close the other two eyes yeah. um, to look through that top it's one. It's like, it? well, like a little, what do they call
1: it? It's like a little, spyglass. It's a telescope, yeah. It's like a spyglass. Yeah, yeah. It's a
0: small telescope. But he has yeah. to
1: close his, both his lower eyes and puts it at the top eye. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so right. good.
0: The gatekeepers notice the energy signature of the power cosmic, but they only see the surfboard. So they think it's a sign that the Never Queen destroyed the surfer. Surfboard. So they go on and the board zips towards the Impericon, And I like that, too, because this, the board kind of turns back and looks at them.
1: He's like a little guy.
0: He's like, oh, they left. OK, now I'm going. Like they give it so much. in <laughs> yeah. just those little panels, they give it so much like little personality. Yes. Yeah. Like the Doctor Strange cape. Or yes. Something like he's that, like a little. I mean?
1: He's a little dude. He's a
0: little guy. I like that. Back with Don and the other hostages escaping, they continue to look for their escape pods. They run along a long corridor looking out into space, and out the window, Don sees the surfer's board outside. It projects an image of herself waving at her. Don freaks out. Do you see that? She tells Mr. Migdala, It's the coolest thing ever. There's an honest to God magic mirror out there. I, I like, like that. That's you know, how like, she thinks of it. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and Migdala's is like, uh, Miss Greenwood, please focus. <laughs> Norinrad, now inside the Impericon, he gets a message from the board saying it's already found the girl. I like
1: that we get to see Norinrad.
0: Yeah, it's good. And I I like the way um, Alred draws him faithful with the big eyebrows and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? The surfer is he's surprised that the board's already found the girl that's absurd he tells himself the impericon is larger than any five planets put together the odds of finding her this easily are astronomic but before he can finish his sentence <laughs> he's way, knocked Baldi. to the ground by all the escaped hostages with don running into him that's so good he's like out of the way baldy <laughs> and don thinks norn is one of the escaped hostages it's you earth girl Who are you, she asks. I'm Norrin Rad. I'm here to rescue. Nice to meet you, Norrin. Don't worry, Don interrupts. I'm going to save you. (laughs) I'm Don Greenwood, and I'm going to save you. Awesome. I love that, yeah. Issue three, we get another really just psychedelic, weird cover by the Owl Reds. Um, I'm going to talk about this monkey a little bit. But we open up with this incredible scene here. I cried again. I want to talk about this. Um, This is the
1: second time I was moved to tears. This this book has a lot of abstract concepts within it. Yes. Yes.
0: And even with someone as expressive as Alred illustrating it, it still takes a level of comprehension to understand this concept of the never wills and the almost was and all this kind of stuff. And like... I wonder how people received that. Like, I love it, but I could see how that could turn people off. You know, when this omnibus know, came out. I that seems pretty simple to me. When, it seems w- pretty straightforward. I don't know. When when I got, when I, uh, I've, so I watched a review of someone talking about the omnibus. I think most people love this series, but I have, some, some people like didn't get it or huh. thought it was too...
1: It seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, I don't you know. know. It I seems mean. like any other comic. I'm book- glad
0: you feel that way. I mean, I yeah. respond to stuff yeah. like this, but I think like it's interesting how they. It's very heady. It's it's, yeah. it's it's abstract in a way, and a lot of the concepts and what is driving the plot. Like you have to have an understanding of this a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know.
1: I think you could give this to a kid, and they would be like, okay. "Hell yeah!" I okay. think we could give this to like our. Ten-year-old niece, and she would be like, "This is great."
2: I found this just to be wonderful. Like, yeah. I mean, I was going to save it to the end, but I mean, I had so much fun reading this comic. It was so so good. I like, I laughed, I cried. Yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah. there's yeah. some parts I was just like, if we followed that character, we that character would probably be breaking out in song yes. right now. <laughs> um, the art is
1: phenomenal.
2: It, it, it's a beautiful book. the The art is like you just said, phenomenal, yeah. and like it's simple but complex and
1: makes you fucking feel things yeah it's 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 good to look at and it's god what doesn't it have but yeah i don't know if i don't know about i think it might not be for everyone which is totally fine obviously if this is not your thing like whatever i not everybody is gonna like it i just think it's
0: an interesting take on the surfer oh yeah you know what i mean Um, but but at the same time it is everything the surfer is yes you know what i mean so it's kind of like I don't know. Anyway. It's the purest well,
1: surfer story. Yeah. Like, it's really...
2: I mean, it, it, and I don't know. I really like the abstract nature of the story because, I mean, if I want to read a silver surfer story, I want it to be a little more abstract. Yes. You know? A uh, little bit more cosmic. Yeah, cosmic. Yeah. I mean... We're sitting this is here as looking. as cosmic
1: at, as it gets. These are two cosmic people.
2: We're sitting looking at the Queen of Never and Eternity, just like they're about to like embrace. They love each other. Oh yeah, yeah. so I mean, they're sweet. Fucking sweeties. give me the
0: shit. Any, I love anytime you get to see Eternity. I mean, is yeah, small, the and character. talk about what Laura Alred does with the Never Queen. Eternity looks amazing. it has got the with, old
1: school look. Yeah, yeah. So what's cool. you want to do with I the love character? That. So, so, but I read this double splash. This is the second time that I lost yes, my shit.
0: Yeah, so we cut to not long ago in a space outside of time. Time and a time outside of space, the Never Queen could finally be with her true love eternity. And then neither here nor there she stole a kiss. And they knew true joy. This was a moment when the I universe and like, all <laughs> and all possibility like were one. It live
1: on the air.
0: It was the perfect moment when anything could happen. And so we see um, this guy writes the perfect song on Coltrane 6. So I thought, like, is that a reference yes, to John Coltrane, is. right? Someone climbs this highest hill. A scientist discovers a new element, the surfer sword on, and Don painted a lawn gnome. She yeah. did an okay job. The hat really should have been red. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was a moment that anything could happen, and something terrible did. This is when Zed used this opportunity to catch the Never Queen off guard and take her heart. And so we see Zed in that golden armor with the edge of reality.
1: What a little bitch.
0: But also the way that, you know, Alred illustrates this. Again, the facial expressions, the colors. And I love Amazing. the white background. Just oh, really yeah. makes it all kind of stand out. It's really incredible how they were able to do that. You would think that. Right. I don't Who know. can do that right. well? Yeah.
1: Almost no one.
2: Well, it's like a lot of times when you see Eternity, it's always kind of in a white background. Yeah, um, yeah. You've got to do that, I guess. Yeah. It, it's like you're stepping, you you really are stepping outside of the outside universe. you're outside of, he
1: is the whole of yeah. Eternity, so there's, like, what's outside of that, yeah.
0: But it works when you see Zed break through reality right through the, with it, yeah. the with the knife, you know what I mean? You kind of see him coming in from the outside, This so. guy sucks. Yeah, he's a douche. Back <laughs> on the Impericon, the Surfer has just run into Don and the Hostages. The surfer tells her he's here to free her, but she's already freed herself. The surfer says we need to locate the Neverheart, but she's already found it. <laughs>
1: she's like, <laughs> it's over there.
0: The surfer tells Don to take him to the heart, but she's too busy rescuing the hostages. The surfer says the prisoners aren't important. Everyone's important, Don responds. Suddenly, Mr. Battleon sees the surfer in the son's armor and he tackles him off the ledge. You, what are you doing in my son's sacred armor? Vengeance for the Battle Jack of Jackstar 9. And she's like, <laughs> Mr. Battleon, <laughs> no. Awesome. But I just love how this page escalates so quickly. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just very frantic. There's a and lot
1: going on. It
0: really is. And then once Mr. Babylon sees the surfer and he tackles him off the thing, you're just like, oh my God, this is just going wild. And I love how Don screams at him, fighting never solved anything, talking out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's a much more interesting narrative too. Yes. But yeah, he's like, well, no living Battlejack would ever give his armor to someone else. And he's like, yeah, but your your son died. He died a champion yeah. though. He was... He's like, oh no, all this stuff, and so she's like, just give him, just give him the armor. You're you're upsetting Mr. Battleon. Just give him back his son's armor. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> I like this idea of the Silver Surfer is trying to save her, he's and trying, she's just yeah. like, no, I'm doing something right now. Yeah. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just really good. Um, but he's a
1: good guy too. He's like, oh, I'm sorry for all of your loss. Yeah, everyone he here, ma- I'm sorry for your loss. You know, you were all brought here so that you know, as leverage so that your loved ones would fight and die for this thing, and so now they're all gone and all this stuff and so it's really heavy
0: and donna she takes this to think that her dad is dead because Uh. that's her champion but the surfer says "Uh, no i'm your hero i mean i don't know you but i fought for you for me you're an innocent i'd fight for any innocent oh that was weird she says
2: (laughs) <laughs> I um uh, I like how when he takes the armor off and gives it back to the dad, it, like the clothing underneath <clears throat> is like that similar to yeah. that same outfit he wore, um like in like the nineties, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. early nineties 90s, 90s stuff. I like to think it's like the last thing he was wearing when Galactus turned him into the silver Surfer. Yeah. yeah. Good catch there, Aubrey. Nice the, detail. He's
1: got the Shazam <clears throat> gauntlets and boots there. Yeah. The Shazam style happening.
2: And that green and yellow that green and
0: gold. Yeah. <laughs> so cheesy.
1: I dig it. I dig everything. About oh, this. I love it. So I love she, everything's it. Everything's so, so cheesy. It's great.
0: So Dawn is like, all right, let's get back to looking for those escape pods. And the Silver Surfer says, well, that shouldn't take long. Uh, there should be escape pods every 50 meters. You're probably past a dozen. And she looks over at Mr. Mygdala, the giant brain. She's like, we've been running all this way. He's like, look, everyone just assumes since I have a giant brain for a head that I know what I'm talking about.
1: Mr. Mygdala. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Oh, these moments are so good. Like, uh, that's one of my favorite part of the book is is these yeah. kind of moments, interactions with all the different characters. Enough
1: of this flarkin' about.
0: Yeah, Mr. Battleon in the armor is out for vengeance. He tells Don to take the surfer to the Neverheart. He'll lead the other hostages to freedom.
1: Nice, okay, so that gets, that gets rid of that thread.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how he's like, enough of this flarkin' about. Yeah,
1: that's good.
0: <laughs> the surfer also reveals that they haven't had to deal with any of the gatekeepers because the board is keeping them busy playing Great. chase throughout the Impericon. <laughs> and <laughs> so I like how the polite she is.
1: She's like, she calls everybody Mr. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Mr. And, Rat, yeah. Mr. Plor, Mr. Yeah. And so Dawn, she leads him to the thing.
0: Yeah, she leads him to the Neverheart. It's literally the power of every possibility. We're going to cut it free and return it to its rightful owner, the surfer says. Dawn wonders how they'll do that since it's enormous.
1: It's metaphysical, Don. Don't believe your eyes.
0: Like all possibilities, it's infinitely large and infinitesimally small. Its size doesn't matter.
1: If it's running everything here and then we take it away, like- The
0: Impericon will crumble and die, but fear not. I will power this place myself until everyone escapes. How? I possess the power Cosmic. Oh. And then he silver's up right there, too. (laughs) She's like, you're so silver? Pretty. Pretty. Pretty.
1: I meant shiny. I
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that so, so
1: um i love the i possess the power cosmic oh yeah <laughs> like okay great
0: sounds good <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite pages right here so the surfer starts using the power cosmic to cut the never Heart free and he goes get ready i need you to catch it <laughs> uh you want me to catch it really can't you do that he says i can't i'm gonna be busy doing what the impossible and he like smiles at her i don't know <laughs> i just so love cute. that but don't worry i do it all the time
1: i love it i love it
0: oh so such good. a great page yeah And she's like, ah, don't leave me too. Uh, I can do this. Infinitely big, infinitesimally small. Size doesn't matter. Size doesn't what? It
1: turns into a clanging monkey toy.
0: Yeah, it turns into a Jolly Chimp. This is from a Japanese company, Dashin CK, manufactured the classic cymbal monkey during the 1950s to the 1970s under the name musical Jolly Chimp. (laughs) It screeched and showed its teeth when its head was pressed. It had a black on and off lever on the back and it came with a green arm tag. Later versions of the toy makers copied the facial expressions but often changed the toy's outfit and name. The monkeys are sometimes rendered with red rings painted around their wide open eyes creating an appearance some find disturbing. Perhaps explaining their many appearances in horror, sci-fi, and comedy media. Yeah,
1: they're super creepy. They
0: can often symbolize emptiness and mindlessness. Awful. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting that. Well, I guess we'll see why we'll, she yeah, why we'll she yeah. it turns into that for her. Um, but what an incredible scene! Yeah. Um, I just love the idea of all of this and just the colors and just everything. Um, I love that facial expression on the surfer, yes. surfer when he says the impossible. That's
1: really good. So, really good So stuff. cute. Don't worry, I do it all the time. Yeah.
0: Over with the Never Queen, Zed with the Edge of Reality sword, and the gatekeepers have made it out there. She's having a hard he time. To, he prepares to slay her. Man. Now She's now weakened by all the battles with all the champions.
1: This is my shit exactly, and I can't tell you just how hard yeah. in my soul this is uh. hitting me. Like, I am... Oh my god, it feels like this story was created just <laughs> for me to read it. Like, I'm so... Ugh.
0: The Never Queen says, Zed, the backstabber, you mustn't. Every me is every possibility. Strike me down and they'll die with me. There will be no branching past, no free will. Just one future for everyone, one inescapable destiny. But one where I possess the Impericon and live wealthily ever after, right? Zed ass yes. Surprisingly, I can live with that, what he says. Dick. What a
1: fucking douche. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like hey, a, dick.
0: that's like an 80s action movie bad guy <laughs> kind of <laughs> thing to say. This guy sucks. The gatekeepers alert Zed to the Impericon it's now trembling and falling apart since the Surfer removed the Neverheart. So Zed is like, Oh, I gotta go back to the Impericon now. Nothing else matters, he says. Over on the Impericon, the entire planet is shaking. And so I love this part. The surfer, he like transmits himself through this thing. He's like, uh, can everyone hear me? Attention, visitors, the days of the Impericon are over, its destruction is imminent. You must get to your vehicles or escape pods immediately, and they're like, Ah, oh, this is a hoax. I paid for five more nights. Fine. Lo and behold, I am the Silver Surfer. I am devouring your planet. Run for your lives. And they're
1: like, ah! <laughs> I like how he throws in a lo and behold. Yeah, it's really good. That's
0: so good. It's really good. He's just like, yeah. all right, ugh,
1: fine. He's so exasperated, he has to do the old school. Yeah, exactly. That's great.
2: There's one guy who looks like he's booing him. He's like, he's like, oh! Boo. yeah, <laughs>
0: Fuck your bullshit. And so over with Don, he's like, that should do it.
1: She says, Norrin, and he says, call me Silver Surfer.
0: <laughs> She's like, all right, okay. Surfer.
1: <laughs> Why am I
0: holding a toy monkey? We'll explain later. Busy holding planet together. <laughs> <laughs> we see the hostages have made it to an escape pod. Mr. Migdala says, see, we found an escape pod eventually. Plorp. Perhaps I should drive? No. no! Uh- all the hostages <laughs> say in unison. Mr. Babylon says, this is wrong. All of the hostages were the loved ones of the world's champions. They shouldn't just run away. This is no mere escape pod, Badalon says. It's an attack craft. Nice. With the Surfer and Dawn, the Surfer detects everyone is off the Impericon. We should go too, he says.
1: So he's like, "Uh, if we don't act fast, every future in the universe will die. We must return the Neverheart. Toy monkey. <laughs> At, At once. once. Surf <laughs> <laughs> girl, get ready.
0: To me, my boy. Yay! <laughs> so he calls it surfboard. The surfboard comes crashing through awesome. everything. Yeah, that's a good moment.
1: <laughs> so good. Oh, I love it.
0: Hey, it's my magic mirror, Don says. And he says, it's not a mirror, it's a surfboard. And whatever you do, don't let go of that heart.
1: It's not a heart, it's a monkey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on. And so, as the surfer and Don escape the crumbling impericon, The surfer tells Dawn that what she's seen in her hands isn't real. Your limited human senses can't comprehend the infinite complexity of the Neverheart. So to preserve your sanity, your mind's pulled a random image from your subconscious to, wait, this is as long as you've gone without saying anything. Why? What are you doing there? Stop that. Breathe. We see that that Dawn's holding her breath.
1: I love his delivery. What are you doing? (laughs) Stop that. Breathe. (laughs) Amazing.
2: And I love this interaction between them right there. She's like, how are you talking in space?
1: I possess a power cosmic.
2: Uh, How am I breathing in space?
1: power cosmic. Cosmic.
2: And I'm not freezing because power cosmic. That's very convenient.
1: That's the power cosmic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fucking love that.
0: And this image of the Impericon behind them as uh, as it's like all oh, that is just so freaking cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, the colors are incredible. Just really good stuff. I love all this. Just then, Zed crashes into the surfer with his hot rod spaceship. So the surfer goes to battle him, and he leaves Dawn with the board. He tells her to save the universe and return the Neverheart. So uh, he
1: says, "The board will take you." Right, which I right, love. Yeah.
0: Dawn approaches the Never Queen, but the gatekeepers are there to open fire. Don't worry, Miss Greenwood, we're here. Plorp, follow my lead, <laughs> Battleon. It's the hostages. They've all come, and they start engaging the gatekeepers. So, yeah. I love Plorp. You know, it's really good. So I like that moment so where, great. um, you know, Battleon was like, no, we have to help them. And, yeah. and they came just in the nick of time, too, so all that worked out. Mr. is going at it on this one guy. I love yeah, that, man. man. I mean, they're really fighting these gatekeepers. It's really cool Super how they good. come out and save the day.
1: I hear her voice in my head, the Never Queen uh, as do you remember the fifth element the diva
0: oh okay the way oh, yeah, that yeah, she yeah. spoke mm-hmm. though
1: her speaking voice yeah, uh, yes. yeah. was so good and I, I feel like it would be kind of like that ethereal sort of a deal you know what I mean oh I
0: fucking yeah. love that movie yeah.
1: stones where are they in
0: the- and so, Such yeah, a good fucking movie. Anyway. I felt like uh, I felt like Mr. Amygdala got a little redemption here yeah, with yeah. his beatdown, and I like how they tell Don, "You can do this." Like they're like, yeah, "Yeah, you know what I mean. You can do this. We believe in you." So Don has this scene with the Never Queen as she approaches with the heart. The Never Queen tells her to choose her own future. We see a memory of Eve criticizing Don for liking the jolly chimp monkey because it just does the same thing all the time. What's in your hands, Don? The Never Queen asks. We see another memory. She's making a sandcastle, but Eve says it's boring. Same sand, same beach. What are you holding now? The Never Queen asks. Another memory. The girls are older, and Eve is leaving with a suitcase while Don holds the gate open. Eve tells her, "Come on, be smart, be brave, be on the right side of that gate when you close it." Now on the surfboard descending into the Never Queen, Dawn holds the front gate.
1: She's, I just, I can't get over the amazing qualities of this one page. She's, yeah. What is the Never Heart to you? there are so few possibilities left what future do you hold choose well and then she's like it's it's my gate it's the front gate what yeah. does that mean yes
0: exactly <laughs> like it's yeah it's just <laughs> this
1: fucking weirdest thing that could ever happen right to it's you. just
0: like so odd and, and i am yeah. so
1: into it i'm so hooked on but this. what
0: does the gate mean to her mean you know what her? i mean yeah. and it's this just it's this whole thing and they're telling the story but they're also telling the story of two sisters and yeah. The, yeah. there's a human element and it you know and they they tie these two things but together but can't
1: tell what it is right she's like what are you holding in your hands you have to talk to me like this is such a because at the same time that that's happening in her mind like the never queens like hey so all of existence and reality hinges on this moment so just stay with me (laughs) but it's a very kind interaction as well like it's just a very god and this so this part got me this is great oh yeah
0: (laughs) The surfer and Zed battle. They seem pretty evenly matched.
1: It's so cool. There's so the, much happening in this one story. Yeah,
0: the surfer wonders how Zed's technology can hide himself and also shield him from the power cosmic. And there's like, it almost draws a line. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so cool it how they did yeah. that with the power cosmic and what. Um, it really shows how Zed is able to control reality with that yeah. sword. Well, he's
1: like the sword are from beyond this universe. That gives me the edge in yeah. the conflict.
0: <laughs> the Surfer notices the conflict is moot now as the Impericon has been destroyed. My dream world, I'll kill you for this surfer, and there's nothing you can do about it, Zed says. Your power cosmic is useless against me, and without it, what are you? A former slave, a failed herald, a loser who was trapped for years on a backwater planet. Without your powers, you're nothing more than a ball-headed fool. Jeez. No, I'm Norrin Rad, the surfer says, and he's like powering up, all yeah. cool. Yeah. The man who sacrificed all, the slave who defied his master... And my time on Earth has made me strong and taught me that there are things that even a ball-headed fool can do. <laughs> nyuk, nyuk, nyuk. And he pokes him in all three <laughs> eyes like the Three stages. <laughs>
1: that's such a great culmination of this, like, yes. so much tension in this scene. Well,
0: and he's powering up and he's, like, saying that he's going to use something that he was taught on Earth. Yeah. But that's what he was taught because he just... What, there's, that's great. There's a great... Uh, it made me think of a run-limb run. The surfer encounters Drax the Destroyer yeah. on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. And he's trying to get rid of Drax, but Drax is like after him. He goes to the Fantastic 4. He introduces him to the Fantastic 4. They sit in front of the TV with Johnny Storm. And they start watching TV <laughs> and there's just panels of them watching TV and then in the last one the surfer's gone. Jeez, like, that was, he, I, I know that run. That's he, a really good one. He distracted way. Drax into watching TV That's and then he left but like yeah he has watched a lot of tv (laughs) you know what i mean it made me think of that so anyway it's really good and then he even goes a wise guy
2: i'll show
0: you (laughs) so stupid it was great
2: that was so good
3: (laughs) oh a wise guy
2: I'll, I will fucking be honest. Like when I was reading this, I was like, "Oh shit, he's powering up like fucking Ken doing his about thing." And then he does, he does and the then when thing. he does that, I just fucking cracked <laughs> up. So it was yeah, so good.
0: It's so good. But you can yeah, even see, you can see the curvy crackle. He did the power cosmic too. He sure like, did, right in his that eyes too. So I guess like there's that too. So when he's s-
1: grabbing the weirdo sword yeah so when zed when
0: zed reaches to cover his eyes he drops the sword of reality we see the surfer picking it up then zed charges at the surfer and he charges on his own sword no zed this was not my intention the surfer says please understand i revere all life even yours i'm sorry i am undone zed says as he disappears so it would seem Jeez. and so we that see... horrible
1: sword disappears too which is good
0: yes the sword also disappears right and so we see zed has been taken outside of reality by eternity
1: outside of the universe right if you were yeah. a part of me and it brings me pain you would harm my beloved so i have cut you out and cast you aside oh jeez. yeah
0: <laughs> and so he's there we see the benefactor is there too
1: Oh man i like this weird horrible shit in the background of where he's at this is awful looking stuff
0: and zed says to the benefactor what is this place what are you doing here this is my realm he says the lands of couldn't be shouldn't be look at you banished from all time and space you are no use to me here unless i could always do with another slave come zed serve me well and i will allow your story to continue
1: the lands of couldn't be and shouldn't be ugh So if
0: we continue through this, we'll, we come back to, yeah. Oh, we will. I'm I'm so glad. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, the never queen now whole again. She thanks all the hostages, Don and the surfer. She will return to where she belongs in a moment that hasn't happened yet. Yay. And as she disappears, she tells Don, remember, you chose your future. For you, it's a gateway. But whether that gate is open or closed is up to you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. And the hostages say their goodbyes as well. The surfer tells them that he will return Dawn to Earth. There's plorp. a last plorp right there it. from Mr. Plorp. plorp. Well, Don Greenwood, are you ready to go?
1: Sure. I guess it's just you, me, and Toomey.
0: <laughs> to me is that one of the other escapees did we leave him behind no
1: i was talking about your board
0: you named my board to me no
1: you did you said to me my board
0: and then there's a beat and then he just laughs at her oh man come on earth girl let's get you home
1: cute are you gonna start calling me earth girl i love that yeah you're always about. doing stuff like that He's always-
3: <laughs>
0: but i love this uh this joke about to me right it's so he cute. does say to me all the time and you know that is such a clever thing and to go like so he says this weird thing yeah. let's do something fun with that yeah. you know what i mean so i like that little line there playing on the surfer's catchphrase
2: to Me, my boy.
0: this last panel as the surfer and don right off We see the Never Queen with Eternity, and they're watching them together. Eternity says, my queen, I'm curious. What will become of these two?
1: There are endless outcomes, my love. Why do you ask?
0: They confound me. Back in the moment when anything could happen, neither rose to their potential. So we saw that moment when like the perfect song was born and Surfer was just surfing and she was painting the thing. So that's what he's talking about there. He says, yet today they achieve great things. How can that be?
1: That was before. But you see, now that they're together, every moment is a moment when anything could happen.
0: And I was crying by the end of yes. this. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So I was a totally that was losing really it. Like, you yes. know what I mean? By the end of this third issue, I was definitely like I have been bawling and, and weeping. Uh, <laughs> and, and and that's when I knew that this was you know, something really special. I wanted to do these three issues to just give you guys a taste of it. But I think like we probably will come back to this and go on oh, I hope um, so. with some of the other probably. ones. Because I would love to get to issue 11 now. I don't know. I debated on saying this. There is a CBR of the omnibus because the omnibus is is sold out, um, and it, it's very expensive. I right. luckily got a copy from Danielle when it was still cover price. Yeah, but now it's it's very expensive to get. So there's like an omnibus. There's a fan made omnibus where somebody tried to recreate what's in the original omnibus uh, in a digital version, and it's out there. You know, and you can find it. But issue 11, that issue won an Eisner. Yeah, and. They do something that I do not like in that omnibus that kind of spoils the issue. I think
3: mm. it's it's
0: something that would be fun if you have already read the issue. Yeah. So I would not recommend this fan made omnibus. Okay. Read it on the Marvel One Limited. Get the trades. Get the single issues. But you yeah. could probably find it on um, Comixology. Or if you do read it out of this thing. Switch over to something else for the issue 11. Right. Read the issue 11 the way it was originally published. And we always, obviously,
1: yeah. encourage people to, obviously, yeah. um, either go through a library, library app, or to pay for the content in some way, in yeah. some yeah. form. We're, so we're looking at it on and Aubrey's We've looking never, at it on the Marvel Unlimited. We so, have never yeah. endorsed Cha-ching. downloading like stealing yeah. pirating whatever it is <clears throat> but um yeah so this is just yet another reason just another reason yeah that.
0: so um you know if you do uh I, and i say that to you and aubrey if you read ahead right i would ask to not read past well i got you, te- you that
1: omnibus so i can just read you that. can just
0: read the omnibus <laughs> but anyway yeah i'm so glad that you love this you know i'm so glad that it was, was there ever any well. doubt
1: that we would i mean yeah, i don't I mean. know
0: you know it's just it's something that's that's been really special to me and like i think it, as Thank we go for sharing it it with us you're gonna be like there are so many uh there's so much to talk about with this series and i think that uh yeah i think this is the beginning of uh some really good (laughs) stuff you know that we can talk about and i just love the silver surfer and i just adore what they did like
1: this is by far my favorite it's, thing that we've there done. is
0: a there is a romantic element yeah. to this, oh, yeah. which i think is yeah. interesting to say we're gonna take this cosmic character yes. who's out there and can do anything and can go anywhere i cried yeah. so much yeah. during
1: these three issues and i was just like what is wrong with me
0: yeah <laughs> that's good stuff but well, i was
1: also like aubrey said i was also laughing a lot of it oh yeah so it was very yeah.
2: It, was, it, it was very emotional it very um it was fun it was light it was deep it was yeah it was great and like um, we talked
1: about at the beginning the team on this is phenomenal. Every single person oh, yeah. Yeah. on this book is in their own right an amazing person, but yes. then get them all together and uh just a winning combination.
2: Yeah. I would, I would go so far to I, say sometimes it's even whimsical
1: yeah oh yeah
0: <laughs> oh yeah definitely i love dan slot i mean i think
1: oh, um i love he, he's Slott.
0: very controversial a lot of people don't like him really um oh. and a lot of people like pick apart a lot of stuff that he's done but i loved what he did with spider-man and i loved uh, and i love see this i don't Super even Surfer. know anything that you're talking uh, about yeah with any of that, so i have no so, i'm not, yeah. into,
1: I have, I'm not uh, up on any of that
2: well he he started writing spider-man after the one more day thing and he, he was I tasked with see. like taking spider-man Forward from there, Jeez. but he went all, but he went all the way to Superior Spider-Man. He did the Spider Verse. That sounds like such a task. Like. Uh, he wrote it for like ten plus years. Yeah. So wow. Okay. I mean, I pre- I kind of stopped reading for a while, but sure. I picked it up right when he started doing Superior, and I was like. I was curious, but I didn't think I didn't think I was going to like it or anything, or maybe even maybe I'd be like, okay, that's something I read now I can go on with my life. But right. I I could not wait. I huh. was devouring the issues. Yeah, I collected as they came all out. those. Yeah, uh, me too. Me too. It's so really what, good.
1: What is it that people don't like about lot? Like I don't.
2: A lot of it has to do with nerds just hating on. I good stuff, see. You know? Yeah. It's not. It's not the spider. So everything I want. hate
1: about discussing the things that I enjoy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Great. <laughs> Pretty
2: much. I'm glad you recommended this story because I've been wanting to read more Silver Surfer. Like the only Silver Surfer stuff I've I know I've read is like the uh, stuff around Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Right, right. Um. And then like the Stanley Mobius. Um. Right. Okay. Uh, Silver Surfer comic. Yeah. Um, that's. Uh, and i'd I, love to talk about that someday and i've always been a fan of the character and uh so when you said hey i want to read this i'm like cool i haven't read that yet and
0: i love the silver surfer so thank you awesome i'm so glad so there's that moment that we talked about where she's like doing what and he's like the impossible but don't worry i do it all the time yeah like i got madman vibes oh yeah like, nice. like Definitely. i was like silver surfer's madman he's he's kind of madman you know what i mean <laughs> in 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 some of this the way that they write him and it Makes me think about that collaboration back and forth between cool. you know, and I wonder if like well, it has to, you know, Alred's art I think probably lends to way oh, absolutely the way Slot is yeah. writing it and For you sure. know and kind of back and forth and um, I
1: love it that they have that yeah you know, that's but that's that, been a pattern yeah. with the things that I enjoy is that collaboration element right, yeah and that you know that meshing of like you don't know where it ends and begins yeah. with these guys and so like that always to me seems to create the best yeah. stories.
0: Oh man, so I can't wait uh, because actually reading this made me kind of go through I was actually structuring how I wanted to do the episodes because I'd like to do when we get to 11 i like to do just one sure. just the episode is just about that one issue sure. because there's okay. an, I think there's enough to talk about Sounds good. Um, for a whole episode so but there are some issues there so there are three issue kind of two issue things like this and then there's also just standalone issues cool. where it's just like one little self-contained story and we'll uh, it to is it. so we'll good get to it. I'm so great. excited and I'd like to know what you guys thought about Dan Slott about Mike Alred um, about his run on the Silver Surfer and what they did with the character. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And now Aubrey's going to say all the things.
2: All right, everybody, fucking Silver Surfer. That was so much fun. I want to hear what you thought. Send us a hey you damn guys at bookclubmembercomics at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at bookclubmembercomics and on Twitter at bookclubmembers. And you can also find all of our resources on our Podbean website and our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. As always, special thank you to Paul from Khatijahan for the uh, theme song. Thank, Thank you, you Paul. Paul. Oh <laughs> <laughs> was
0: in stereo. Thank you, Benny Decker, for just sending us intros in all the time. Man, those are amazing. Those are yeah, he was like a Am I annoying you guys with these yet? No, and those I, are fantastic. I res- no, coming. I, I responded with the gif of Alfred going, never. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Michael Caine. Anyway. Never. Thank you, John, for
2: like doing like all the magic editing and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah. Danielle, I'm glad you're feeling better. Aww,
0: Danielle's thank thank back. And welcome yeah.
2: back. Awesome. It's good to have you back. Our theme music is by Only Beast. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, when you're there listening in the iTunes or the Spotify, open us up and give us the five-star rating. And on iTunes, uh, give us the... Um, the old review as well yes do it uh every little bit helps it helps with the ratings and everything do it
0: the silver surfer commands you oh, lo geez. and behold
2: uh next week we will be reading baltimore with wes the curse bells part two so curse of the
0: bells curse balls the cursed balls
2: so you guys know what to do i'm pretty sure you've already read it but uh you know keep that trade omni hoopla app uh, and uh, digital's uh, Just keep close. those
1: car bells jingling. Ring, ring, ding, ding, ding. 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 <laughs>
2: uh, just keep those things close to you and uh, join us next week on Book Club Member Comics.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm a plorp.
2: And I'm Aubrey the saying bog eggs and flop jam. <laughs> Not bad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh. Oh, <God. laughs>